Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I may sound a little congested. Sorry about that. I'm not. (laughs) I think I'm just tired. I am coming at you all today with, yes, a sense of I'm absolutely exhausted, (laughs) but also a sense of absolute gratitude and peace today was the very rare occasion where I had nothing planned whatsoever and that hasn't happened to me in a very long time. So I really just got to rest, recharge, relax, all of those words that start with re. (laughs) And I thought long and hard about what I wanted my final episode of season one to be. And not only my final episode of season one, but my final episode of 2021. Because we are, within the next three weeks, moving into 2022, which is crazy to me. As I sit here talking to you all from my closet, I remember when I first started this journey in January of this year, January of 2021, and being so excited and speaking with my cousin about the theme music and and putting together my cover art and thinking, what the hell am I going to talk about? But then channeling so many incredible messages and ideas that come from, or that came from, excuse me, my personal experience, everything was channeled. Nothing was scripted. Nothing was planned. I just said, what do I feel compelled to share today or this week? And what value can I bring to the people who are going to be listening to this podcast? And I'm so grateful that I have this platform. I'm no Lewis Howes with 1,200 episodes, um, but I'm me. And I am grateful for it. I am grateful for your messages and the constant support that you guys have given and shown to this podcast since the very beginning of this year. I know that if I stand to change someone's imminent moment, week, day, year, month, life, whatever it is, with either a guest that I am bringing onto the show or with a message that I'm sharing, I just... That is what this is all about. This is where the magic truly happens. So 
on this final episode of Holistically You Season 1 and final episode of 2021, I would love to do a review of this year and get real raw about the lessons that I have learned. I think you all know me well enough now to know that I get very emotional when I talk about things that I have learned and and grown from and experienced. So expect that to happen, but I'm going to keep this one, hopefully, in parentheses, (laughs) short and sweet because you've been on this journey with me for, you know, almost the last 365 days and I have spoken about so many different things as I have my episodes here in front of me, my very first episode, of course, was just about what to expect here. But then topics like letting go, connect, my holistic journey, self-love, and then having guests on the show, starting with my good friend Emily Padan, talking about doing what we love talking with Sarah Rose about loving our bodies, then talking to you guys about celebrating our wins, talking about relationships, the tools that we have either in our spiritual, emotional tool belt, astrology, local business. I mean, everything. There's so much, you know, I loved talking with my friend Talia about seeking validation, sitting down with my friend Dunya and talking about basically everything. Anxiety with Suzanne Orlando, mysticism and mindset with Mallory. If you guys haven't listened to any of these and you feel compelled to look at a title or, you know, just check out um, the show notes for any of my shows to see what aligns with you. I would love for you to check out an episode that you feel drawn to and let me know how you connect to it and what you get from it. But until then, I need to express an immense amount of gratitude for everyone who's been on the show this year. And I am really looking forward to season two in 2022 with new people, new perspectives, new mindsets, new shifts, new lessons, new opportunities for growth, because that's what we're here to do. If I'm not growing, I'm not learning. If I'm complacent, you guys know complacency is like my personal version of hell. If I'm not sharing also everything that I'm experiencing here, right here, right now, then I feel like I'm not being of service to those around me. And I feel that it's my duty to be of service to those around me. I mean, for fuck's sake, I'm a teacher. So (laughs) definitely in service to 25 tiny humans every single day, but beyond that, really, really getting raw with you all about my experience here. I'm going to begin at the beginning. January of 2021 
was such a, I can say bleak, I guess if that's the right word, or it's the first word that comes to mind, at least it was a bleak time for everybody, especially here in Montreal. Um, I know that everyone was still going through many pandemic related um, issues and complications everywhere in the world. But um, I, I don't really know of a lot of people who had a curfew as long as we did here. It was just brutal. And all of a sudden, on January 17th, my friend Emily invites me to this app called Clubhouse. And I remember sitting in these rooms, since we couldn't be out past, you know, 8 o'clock at night anyway, sitting in these virtual rooms with people I never met in my life and talking about the most vulnerable topics known to man and connecting so deeply with human beings who were like-minded or maybe not so like-minded, but who came from all of these different walks of life to share their story, to share their expertise, their experience. And, you know, I definitely got poked, you know, uh, people poked fun at me in my immediate circle because, oh, Amanda, you're always on Clubhouse, you know. But I remember thinking, I've never had this opportunity or this forced time to sit and talk to and teach and learn from people and then also connect with people in my city that had I didn't had I not had this app I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet and it was all of these things just neatly wrapped up in a bow <laughs> in a virtual bow that had me so energized and so motivated and inspired to really understand what it meant to step into my power, to really understand what it meant to utilize my gifts, my talents, and my passions to serve others and myself, to teach others and continue to learn and, you know, always integrate introspection and reflection, but a lot of that was by speaking, by bouncing ideas off of people, by listening. January 2021 started this huge learning curve for me, especially because I had gone through some pretty dark shit in October, November, and December of that year of, well, of 20... Uh, 2020 it just wasn't a good time and I had many realizations around the fact that something had to change within me I really learned so much by being away but that was something separate because that was my personal experience as a human being learning and growing and 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 stepping into independency and and kind of you know, flying the, flying the coop, I guess, or just like getting out of the nest that was relying on the fact that I would always have my family there. And, you know, that I, that it was a little more cushy, essentially. And so being away for four years was my personal experience with, with really stepping into my independence. But in terms of relationships and love and the things that I've settled for in the past, October, November, and December of 2020 were just like these huge 
holy crap moments of something's got to change. And so as I started speaking to people, you know, come January 2021, as I started this podcast, which for me, I I really consider it to be kind of an online diary, which is not so private, but it's not meant to be. Uh, it, it, it taught me so much about myself and it taught me so much about the reasons why I may have not felt worthy enough for things that I truly deserved or the reasons why I settled for less than I deserved in the past. And that wasn't just speaking of the that relationship in 2020. It was everything. It's like everything came crashing down and I had no choice but to look at myself and say, okay, you have two choices. This is your fork. Either you're going to go one way and you're going to stay this way and resist change and growth and and resist the work, resist doing the work because the work is hard. Or you're going to go the other way and you're going to do the fucking work. And you are going to put in the time and the effort and everything that it takes so that you create the life that you've always wanted for yourself. I've said this uh, probably a million times here. Nobody is doing it for us. We can co-create to an extent I truly believe that everything's planned out for us already. And it is a series of events in our lives that we learn from and then hopefully evolve from and move more move forward, excuse me, from that gets us to this landing place of where we are right now. So that's January. I remember having conversations, tearful conversations with people that didn't even live in the same country as me. Conversations where people would tell me that I've created a safe space for them enough so that they could feel completely naked and vulnerable and just share their truth. That's powerful because I don't think, I mean, I know that I have historically been a person that people would come to and and chat to and feel like I created that safe space for, but these are friends of many, many years. Now I was hearing this from strangers, and I'm starting to get questions like, has no one ever told you this before, or how have you never realized this? And I'm just like, I didn't know that I was worthy enough of this type of experience. And that's a <clears throat> that's a tough one to come to terms with because I am worthy not only of this experience but of so much more beauty and magic and connection and life. I'm worthy of all of it and then some. And I sit here today talking to you all about this, not having it all figured out, but having the confidence that I am well on my way. And that doesn't mean that I don't struggle 
And that doesn't mean that I don't cry or seek advice or continue to do this work that is sometimes so flipping painful. But there is a peace and a power in recognizing where we started and how far we've come. It really is sacred. And as I moved through this year, January, February, you know, being back in a working environment that wasn't something that was completely stripping me of my energy, connecting with human beings that I just felt like I'd known for lifetimes. It's almost like I just called in my soul family. And, you know, even now, though I'm not on Clubhouse and this isn't a thing, I've created so many beautiful connections. And I have conversations with people and say, I love you, even though I haven't even known you for a year. And maybe I've seen you in person once, (laughs) you know? And I think saying I love you in a friendship is such a powerful form of expression. Don't even get me started. I just really, truly think that it heals so much. And so I moved into February again with this. Then I moved into March. March we had, you know, March break, couldn't travel. Um, started getting back into dating a little bit. Like, yes, I was like kind of like dating two guys or seeing them. And I, you know, I remember thinking like, ooh, girl, you still got it. <laughs> but like also feeling like my walls were so high because of what I experienced, what I had experienced months prior to this and the hurt that I had experienced. And let me tell you a short story, but the individual that I dated in, you know, the summer of 2020 who had cheated on me, like way too much for a five month relationship, being in a clubhouse room one day with the girl that he had cheated on me with, that was a major eye opener for me. Hearing from her, because I thought it was only a text message exchange, but hearing from her, like putting the puzzle pieces together and saying, oh my goodness, we were together in June and her saying, I am so sorry. I had no idea, but we slept together in June. That just sent me reeling And that was a major moment for me to say like, okay, fuck this. When I get back into the dating game, I I don't want to have walls up so high that like I am completely in like incapable of being reached or connected with. But I know that now I need to be so discerning of energy and what I'm feeling from the beginning and not ignoring my intuition. So as I moved into March and I started getting into, you know, this kind of whatever dating game again, I spent a beautiful, you know, two days in the old port of Montreal by myself, spoiling myself in a beautiful hotel, getting all my favorite foods, drinking beautiful wine and just being with myself. Coming out of that then into April and realizing that my intuition was like, this is not really working out. This is not something that you align with. Instead of 
attaching myself to the scarcity mindset that I had for so long, that fear of, well, I'm never going to find anyone. I may as well just settle for this. Fuck that. Sorry, but no, I remember thinking, why would I continue to give and to invest my energy into something that doesn't make sense for me? This doesn't fit. This isn't working. And that in and of itself was a huge realization for me. And I I was so proud of myself for that. It didn't come without its complications, its insecurities, its anxieties. Of course it did. But what I truly learned to do this year and throughout, I would say, those first few months of 2021 was come home to myself. Understand that the life that I want to create for myself and the connections that I want to maintain and sustain and and continue to, um, you know, water so that they grow and that the roots are firm and the foundation is firm. That life is created by me. It starts with me. I am home for myself. Coming home means to self means so much more than, you know, taking a bath or, I mean, and those things are great too, those like self-care routines, but it meant sitting with myself in the mirror for nights on end and almost writing myself, but just speaking it into existence, love letters, <laughs> talking, to my, talking to myself about where I could have done things differently and why I believed things were the way they were how I was responsible for some of that and how ignoring my intuition brought me to places that I don't really wish for myself or anybody else. So I always ask my guests, if you had to kind of put a title to this chapter or this season of your life, what would it be? And... It's not without great emotion that I say mine is coming home. I've never, ever felt so safe with myself that I'm out of a space of self-sabotage, negative self-talk, and an incapacity or unwillingness to truly recognize the magic that I bring to myself and to others around me. Coming home, I feel at peace. And even in the most unforgiving moments or perhaps my darkest moments 
I find solace in the fact that if I come home to myself, I cannot be shaken from that. There's so much power in this. And I only wish that if you can take anything from this final episode today, that it's this. That you always have the power to come home to yourself. I think I've referenced the Wizard of Oz on this podcast for sure. But it's like when Dorothy realizes or when Glinda the Good Witch looks at her or the Scarecrow and says she always had the power within herself. She could always bring herself home, get herself back to Annie M and (laughs) Uncle Henry, but all jokes aside, she always had the power within herself. Coming home to herself after learning all of those lessons, after making those beautiful connections with the, the courageous side of her, her heart, her mind, her fears, her doubts, her insecurities. It was coming home to herself that made all the difference. And I am still a work in progress. But I'm very proud of where I've come. And that I continue to invest the time and energy that I need to continue to grow to learn and move through the rough shit to get to the other side in the springtime so much changed for everybody of course you know we were allowed to like live again and see people and I met somebody that has tested every single aspect of who I am that has forced me to look at myself, my patience, my inability to let go of pretty much anything or surrender to anything and understand that I don't have control My life has been so much like around that type A controlling outcomes or attaching myself to outcomes that I've been hurt so much in the past. And yes, because of others, but also because I just refuse to to let go. I did an episode on surrender, you know, not too long ago mostly because of this human being. I have had to be so patient and I have had to tap into parts of myself that I didn't actually think existed, mostly because that scarcity mindset 
operating from fear-based beliefs, operating from those places never really truly allowed me to tap into my feminine energy of flow, of surrender, of empathy, of really that divine and sacred beauty of the present moment. I don't do or historically have not done present moment. (laughs) Not so good at it. But that doesn't mean that I can't work on that. This individual has, or at least the experience with this individual, has taught me how beautiful the present moment can truly be. He suffered loss in his life. Major loss. And I can't even sit here seven months later, seven months into this, what I like to call situationship, and tell you that we are destined to be together. I can't sit here and say that I know where I stand here. And some people might look at me and say, well, Amanda, shit or get off the pot, or maybe he needs to shit or get off the pot. But... I'm learning so much from living in the present moment and enjoying it for what it is, not questioning what's going to happen tomorrow, not attaching myself to any specific outcome, truly going with the flow And I'm not saying that I've been consistent with this over the past seven months. Of course, I've asked myself questions. Of course, I've called people crying. Of course, I've had countless therapy sessions talking about this. But that's the work. This is the part where I get to come home to myself and say, sweetheart, what do you need? You got this, but what do you need? Do that and then move forward. And then when you reach A point where it seems very difficult again. Ask yourself, what do you need? Do that and continue to move forward. That to me is where I get my power. It's asking myself, what do I need? Not thinking about somebody else's needs over mine. And let me tell you, I did that this summer, friends. I really, truly did. I lost myself. And in reference to this specific thing, I recorded an episode episode called To Lose Balance Sometimes. I really did truly lose my balance this summer because I was so focused on an exterior, someone that was outside of myself and making sure that they were okay in a time of need that I didn't sleep well. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't spending time, not only with the people I love the most, really spending quality time with them. I wasn't spending time with myself. And after two breakups or splits, finding our way back to each other and me setting the boundary that I care for you, but I care about me more, I don't think I've ever said that to anybody in my entire life. It came to a point where 
Yes, I see you. I see the person. I get the struggle. I'm an empath. I feel it. But under no circumstance does that mean that I will put aside my needs and invest all of my energy into you at the expense of me. At the expense of my happiness, my joy, my fulfillment, contentment, my energy. It's not going to happen. It was a very big moment for me to speak those words to another human being. And every moment thereafter has been even bigger and more significant because holding myself accountable to that has been a fucking process. And it ebbs and flows much like everything in this life. But this is a big one. Holding myself accountable to the things that I know are good for me. To the things I know will benefit my highest self in every moment. Because that shit's tough. It's so easy to to kind of project or to put everything on somebody else so that we can get back into that shadow and hide there, you know, cocoon in that corner. But it doesn't benefit us at all. And I say that with absolute conviction that under no circumstance do I want to go back there. My biggest lessons this year are lessons of surrender our lessons of letting go, our lessons of patience, and communication. My communication has developed. My, my ability to communicate effectively has developed so much over the past year and a half through talk therapy, through reflection, through journaling, through affirmations, through it all, I have really strengthened my ability to communicate. And it's been really magical and really beautiful. And when I feel like I'm not ready to say something, and I'm sure this goes for you guys as well, when I'm not ready or I feel like this, this conversation may not go the way I want it to because I'm, I'm still unclear on what I want to say. I've learned to stop, to breathe, to listen to my body and my intuition, to write down as much as I need to get out in order to really clarify what I'm trying to say. And I'm so clear at that point in my needs. I'm clear with my message. I'm clear with everything that I want to share with this person, whether it's romantically or it's in a friendship or it's at work, that you can't shake me. I'm rooted. I am grounded. You are going to listen to what I have to say because this conversation is a result of many weeks of self-reflection and work. So trust me when I say that communication 
is one of the biggest things I have worked on. And it is the non-negotiable in my life with anybody that I encounter. And I truly hope that you'll get there too. If you're listening to this, I really do hope for you. Because communication, to me, is truly the foundation of everything. Everything. If I'm unable to express my wants, my needs, my desires, my fears, my vulnerabilities, if I can't do that, then maybe this isn't worth it. It's December 2021, with three weeks left to this year before we step into 2022. I am so grateful for this year. I am so grateful for you all. I'm grateful for the connections that I've made and sustained. I'm grateful for the abundance that I've called into my life the support of my friends and family, beautiful relationships that I've cultivated at work. I am grateful for the hardships that I experienced in the springtime with my work because it brought me to where I'm, I am currently. I'm grateful for the very, very difficult conversations that I had with the man that I adore. And that I look forward to learning and growing with until it comes to a point where maybe our lesson has reached its end. I don't know. But this space, this podcast has given me the opportunity to be so vulnerable and so raw with a community of like-minded people. And I get to have the most beautiful conversations on the podcast and off, so in response to. And I am just so excited to see where this continues to lead me. I, in 2022, am finally starting my business. I am stepping into a season of my life that I never thought was possible for me. With the help and support of some of the most beautiful souls that have ever graced this planet. I am not crying because I'm scared. I'm not crying because I don't know what lies ahead. I am just so bloody grateful. I... I am integrating my love of teaching and theater to become a principal of a performing arts school in March of 2022. Someone fucking pinch me, please. (laughs) And the cheerleaders that I have in my bleachers right now, it's unreal. I am stepping into this season of my life with gusto with passion and with gratitude for everything that I've experienced not only just in the past year or year and a half 
forever. Everything has led to this moment. I have no regrets. At all. I am not disappointed by my path. Nor do I ever wish that it could have gone a different way. Every moment that I experience is contributing to the life that I want to co-create for myself and to my highest version of me. So, season one, 40 episodes down plus this one, done and dusted, as my friends in Dubai would say. Thank you all. This journey for me has been very powerful and very formative. And I am so excited to continue bringing you content and value in 2022 as I continue to learn and grow and really add this new level of me of entrepreneurship, of boss-ass bitch energy (laughs) to everything that I do. So with that, I say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and today and every day, stay humble, friends, and I'll catch you next year. I love you. Bye.